Hey everyone, welcome back to the pod. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a coach and content creator. And here on Just Glow With It, we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, and self-growth from a very balanced perspective. I hope you all have had a great start to your week so far. I am feeling pretty good this week. I started it off very mindfully and slowly, as you may have seen in my latest Instagram reel or TikTok, wherever you happen to follow me. And today has been a more productive focused getting shit done type of day and now I'm here recording today's episode. So today we are chatting about getting back to your best self and realigning your lifestyle after a moment of either falling off track, losing focus, or getting unmotivated. This is kind of where I'm at in my journey so naturally I thought I'd share my two cents and what I'm doing to feel like my best self once again. So today's episode I have some journal prompts for you guys. I have some signs to look out for for if you are getting yourself into a funk or losing focus and I also have some shifts that I'm making in my lifestyle to realign myself and my life back to where I want to be and towards being on the right path. So if you've been feeling not your best or you're finding yourself losing a little bit of motivation, this episode is for you and I hope that you enjoy. Share this episode with a friend, rate and review, and be sure to follow my YouTube channel and my other socials for more content like this. Everything is linked in the show notes. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. So this last Sunday, I found myself feeling kind of off and I wasn't sure why. I wasn't sad or upset. I actually had a really great relaxing and chill weekend. I even took time off last week from work because I was on my period. So I did like my whole period self-care reset recharge routine, which I actually ended up vlogging. So that should be up this coming Sunday if you're interested in seeing that. So nothing particularly wrong or bad happened for me to be feeling this way and so I decided to take Sunday evening and just have a self-reflection night with myself. Whenever I get these weird nudges as I like to call them or intuitive downloads or I feel certain feelings, I really do my best to address it and figure out the root to what's causing this right away because I've learned the hard way that the more you ignore these messages, these feelings, these thoughts, and you let it linger, the bigger that thing becomes and it gets to a point where you can no longer ignore it and it becomes a huge situation, a huge problem in your life where you are forced to acknowledge it. And so now knowing better when I do feel this way or I think a certain thought, I am very on top of it in terms of addressing the issue at hand. And so that's what I did this weekend or this Sunday night. And I wrote down some journal prompts to help me get some clarity around what this feeling off feeling was coming from and I wanted to share with you all the journal prompts that I used. So the first question that I asked myself was, how do I feel right now? Very simple, very straightforward, but I think it's important to clearly acknowledge how you feel. And the second journal prompt I asked myself was, what do I need more of in my life? The third was, what is draining my energy right now? And the fourth was what are some changes 
I want to make in my life. And I'll get into my answers a little bit later in this episode, but I really recommend writing these journal prompts down for whenever you find yourself in a funk or you're beginning to feel off, they will really come in handy. They really helped me in understanding what I was feeling and why, which of course we are going to get into today before I share the shifts that I'm making in my life to realign back to my best self and just make the shifts in my lifestyle, I want to share some signs you should look out for to avoid getting in a funk or to avoid falling off track. I know on the podcast and on my YouTube channel, I've talked a lot about how to get yourself out of a funk, but I've never really talked about how to avoid getting into one in the first place. And granted, things like that are going to happen. It's a part of life. It's natural. And sometimes you can't avoid you know, getting in a funk, but I do think there are things we can do to help avoid them as much as possible. Some of these signs that I noticed for myself that indicated I was going to get myself into a funk if I didn't make these changes was one, I stopped doing my daily habits and routines. These last two weeks, I started kind of getting lazy, if I'm completely honest, with my morning routine, um, my workouts. When I'm getting close to my period and on my period, I don't really like to work out, but I was getting lazy with my workouts even before that so i know that was that's on me i started getting lazy with my daily habits and i feel like my habits are probably the first thing that i begin to slack off on when i am losing motivation or getting in a funk and i think it's because they're the smallest things and even though they're so small these habits have the biggest impact It always starts small too, I find. You can go from skipping your morning routine or your workout for one day and all of a sudden one day turns into two weeks, which turns into two months and so on and so forth. So I think it's important to be mindful when you are beginning to slack off on your daily habits and routines. And like I always mention, everything is about balance and doing your personal best. So I've talked about how your personal best is going to look different from time to time. For example, your personal best when you are sick and you have a cold and you can hardly get out of bed and your body is aching is going to look very different from your personal best when you are 100% feeling energized, you're healthy, you're happy, you're well nourished. So take that into consideration but also know that there's a fine line between doing your personal best and just being lazy and I think sometimes and I'm guilty of this too we use the excuse of oh well I'm not feeling that great today so it's okay that I didn't work out when in reality I didn't work out because I was being lazy but I'm just using that as an excuse so there is a fine line between truly doing your personal best and doing what you can in that moment and when you are you know either being lazy or procrastinating or doing whatever I can wholeheartedly say these last two weeks it was lack of motivation um, lack of accountability and also just procrastinating and being lazy I know that I could have done better I know that I could have done more and that is not me giving into like the hustle mentality I genuinely know that I could have done more than what I did so that was the first thing that I noticed happening was my daily habits and routines. I wasn't showing up for them. I wasn't being consistent. I was half-assing them. The second 
sign that I noticed was I stopped eating intuitively. So I feel like when I'm not doing my daily habits and routines, I basically throw everything else out the window and this definitely includes my eating habits. And as you may know, I really try to eat intuitively as possible. I listen to my body. I try to listen to how my body reacts to certain foods and I'm not on a diet at all. I don't restrict myself in any way, but For me, it's really hard to eat intuitively when I am in fact not in tune with myself. My daily habits like meditating or journaling is what helps me to stay in touch with myself. So it wasn't that surprising that I wasn't paying attention to what I was eating and how it was making me feel because I was already out of touch with myself. And of course, it becomes a cycle of not wanting to work out, not being motivated because you're already feeling pretty crappy and so you you kind of see where this where this is going the third sign that i noticed was i wasn't prioritizing self growth time and self growth and actively working on bettering myself is a huge priority for me it's one of my biggest priorities in life and my goals so i know something is off or wrong when i am not making time for the things that are important to me so typically the things that are important to me are usually things that benefit me in a positive way and so of course me not making time for these things is also going to have a negative impact on me the fourth sign that i noticed leading me towards getting into a funk and falling off track was spending an excessive amount of time on social media and mindlessly scrolling. So for me, I found that when I am going to take a rest day or how I mentioned I took time off work last week because I was on my period, I was using a lot of my downtime that I typically would be, you know, working on the podcast or creating content or being productive, I used a lot of that time scrolling on social media. And, you know, before I knew it, I've spent three hours mindlessly scrolling on social media and not even feeling well rested, which pretty much defeats the whole purpose of taking time off from work, you know? And I'll get into this habit a little bit later in this episode but I just noticed that I was spending a lot of time on social media and if you ever have spent an excessive amount of time on social media you know exactly what I mean when I say that I felt so lethargic so drained so just mentally tired and also sensory overload and the last sign to look out for is falling behind with life stuff like laundry, cleaning, and organizing. And I know this is going to vary from person to person. For me, I'm very on top of my chores and my life stuff. Like every week, like clockwork, I'm very on track with everything. So I know for me, I'm falling off track or I'm kind of heading into a depressive episode or something like that when things start piling up, when dishes aren't being done, when laundry isn't getting done either. Thankfully, I have an amazing supportive partner who helps me with these things and it's not all on me to do it and they pick up the slack when I can't do my part. So I'm grateful for that, but I know that this is a huge indicator that I'm heading in the wrong direction when things that I typically 
am on top of start to pile up on me. So these are just some of the signs I noticed for myself and you might relate to some of these too and the good news is all of these signs are things that we can control and have power over. So with that being said, I'll be sharing some of the changes I've been making to ensure that I don't continue down this path and get back to being my best self. So if you do want some extra motivation to get yourself out of a funk or a rut and you want to get back to feeling your best self, obviously continue listening to this episode. That's going to help you, but also head over to my YouTube channel. I have a ton of content on how to get back on track, how to get your life together, how to get out of a rut, reset and recharge routines. I have all of that good stuff over there. So if you need a little extra boost of motivation, definitely head over there. The link to that will be in the show notes. But now I want to get into how I'm realigning my life to help me get back on track and get back to my best self. Okay, so as I was saying, I want to share some of the shifts I'm making to realign my life and get a little bit deeper with the journal prompts that I shared earlier in today's episode. So the first question, how do I feel right now? Like I mentioned, I felt off and just out of touch with myself. I wasn't sad. I wasn't upset. Nothing was particularly wrong. I just felt off. For the second question, what do you need more of in your life? I wrote down that I want to prioritize my health and wellness again, create authentic and meaningful content, deeper connection with myself and also working more with my energy. If you guys have been listening to my podcast for a while, then you may remember that in a lot of my older episodes, we talked a lot about energy, your vibration, raising your frequency. I was very much into spirituality and all that stuff, and I still am, but I feel like somewhere along the way, I lost that deep, deep connection that I used to have. And back then when I used to focus heavily on my energy, energetic principles and aligning your vibrations and all that, I was using those things as a form of survival. My environment, my life, my situation at the time was in a very dark and challenging place and my spiritual practice was all I had at the time that was keeping me going, that was keeping me motivated and focused on where I was trying to go and I think once those negative situations and people were removed from my life and I moved into a better place my life felt so much brighter and lighter and as a result I stopped practicing those principles as much because I no longer needed to survive and it wasn't until I did these journal prompts that I realized that I really really missed that part of myself and I missed that deep connection that I had with my spiritual practice and I realized that I don't need to be going through something horrible in my life. I don't need to have challenges or bad things going on in order for me to have a deep spiritual practice. In fact, I think it's important that, you know, whatever your faith is, whatever you practice spiritually, religion-wise, whatever, it's important to maintain a strong, committed faith regardless of what is going on in your life. So whether you are in a challenging season, in a blessed season, I think it's important to have that deep connection with your faith, with your spirituality and this is something that I realized for myself. So moving forward, I want to get back to the basic principles and practices that I used to do when I desperately needed them for survival and I want to do it from a place of love and abundance and gratitude. 
that is kind of what I'm needing more in my life right now. And as far as what is draining me, I wrote that wasting my energy scrolling on socials when I should be resting. And four, what are some changes I want to make? This is where I want to get into the changes that I'm making to realign my life and get back to feeling my best. So the first shift that I'm making, which is a pretty obvious one, is to slowly get back into doing my daily habits and my routines, but from a very intentional place. And I want to ensure that I'm working my way back to where I want to be from a place of love and understanding and not shame or guilt. One of the things that I noticed in all of this and that I'm really proud of is when I recognized I'd fallen off of bit and was choosing unhealthy habits, I wasn't upset at myself at all. I wasn't angry, I didn't talk negatively to myself, which I feel like the old me would have done. I didn't this time. I simply recognized that, okay, this is where I'm at right now. This is what I've been doing. I am fully responsible for the decisions that I've made for not showing up for myself. And I basically told myself, it happens, that's life, and it doesn't mean anything about me. All I can do is focus on what I control, which is getting back on track, getting back to doing the things that make me feel my best, and even though I wasn't feeling my best, I was still able to find a win in this, which was recognizing that I wasn't being mean to myself. So the second shift that I'm making is shifting my schedule again to align with the planetary days of the week. So this one might not float everyone's boat and that's totally okay. I also know depending on your job or your lifestyle, this might not be a practical tip for you. Again, that's totally okay. This is just what I feel like doing for my life. So do what works for you and leave what doesn't. But what I mean by aligning my schedule with the planetary days of the week is each day of the week is ruled by a specific planet. So for example, Monday is ruled by the moon, Tuesday is ruled by Mars, Wednesday is ruled by Mercury, etc. And each day of the week has a certain energy behind it. So for example, Monday being ruled by the moon has a certain energy. Moon energy is all about your intuition, your emotions, reflecting, setting intentions, things like that. It's a very slow and mindful kind of energy, which is honestly why I think a lot of us who follow the traditional Monday through Friday work schedule don't feel as motivated for the week because based on the planet and based on the energy behind Monday, we are meant to take Monday more slowly more mindfully instead of you know a super productive type of energy Tuesday for example like I said is ruled by Mars and Mars energy is very driven very action-oriented very get things done kind of energy just to kind of give you a little rundown of what my new schedule is going to look like again this is just what works for me on my weekly calendar on Notion, I've decided to label each day with its themes to remind myself to follow it. So of course this does not apply to when I'm on my period because my period is my reset and recharge time. So everything that I'm talking about just goes out the window. But for those other times, Mondays are going to be slow, mindful, and intentional, which if you saw my last reel on Instagram, 
I had a very slow and mindful Monday, which is honestly the perfect way to start the week. Just starting slow, setting your intentions, getting prepared for the week is how I want to start my Mondays. Tuesdays through Thursdays are like my get shit done days and each day is a little bit different. I won't get into that too much, but Tuesdays and Thursdays are essentially get shit done, be productive, emails, work on the podcast, create content, all that stuff. Fridays, what I'm thinking of doing is have the first half of the day be like a work day, basically wrapping up all of the work that I did throughout the week or that I want to finish up by the end of the week or leading into next week. And the second half is dedicated to self-love, self-care rituals, cooking myself dinner, and pretty much unwinding. That is the energy of Friday. And Saturdays are kind of getting my life together, cleaning and organizing my home, grocery shopping, running errands, things like that. And Sunday is, of course, a day of rest, a day of worship, of spending time with my partner and enjoying the day, basically. So living this way and scheduling my life in this way feels so much more intuitive and aligned for me. When I first began working for myself, I tried out this method of aligning my life with the planetary days of the week and I really liked it but I think somewhere along the way I kind of lost sight of that and I started following the Monday through Friday type of work schedule and I think it's honestly because it's ingrained in us as soon as we are in school you know not that there's anything wrong with that type of schedule I know it works for a lot of people I just found myself not really being my most productive self and not feeling my best doing that schedule because truthfully on Mondays I don't necessarily want to get shit done. I don't want to start off the week super strong and on full speed. I want to slowly work myself up to that and so that's why I want to make this shift not because I have anything against a typical nine to five Monday through Friday type of schedule but because I know personally I do my best when I follow this type of formula or structure. I will be sure to update you guys later once I and kind of see how I feel, what impact it's had on me, so I'll let you guys know. So the third shift I plan on making is creating slash working from a place of inspiration and authenticity versus habit. So I mentioned this briefly in my Soft Girl Autumn podcast episode. I talked about how I want to go back to how I used to create content, which was pretty much getting inspiration from whatever was currently going on in my life and I just want to mention this again because it's really important for me to create from a place of inspiration and authenticity and this is me holding myself accountable as well and I feel like this episode is a great example of me doing so. I am sharing with you all how I felt off and the journal prompts that I did and the realizations that I had and I'm sharing with you the changes that I'm making and I'm talking about it on the podcast. So doing this feels more aligned and more authentic to use my real life and whatever I'm experiencing in real time. And I just feel like my content when I do it this way is received so much better and 
is so much more relatable but obviously the downside to creating content based on my life and whatever I'm going through is finding a balance around privacy sharing what I'm comfortable sharing and also making sure that I'm doing the work before I go and make it into content because sometimes I will jump the gun and share with you all tips and things you can do without actually practicing it myself and making sure I'm good first so I need to be careful and make sure that I'm balancing me taking care of myself me showing up for myself and also you know being private with certain things but I find doing it this way versus going out of my way to create content just more enjoyable more relatable and easier So the next shift that I'm making is prioritizing self-growth and replacing my downtime with actual hobbies instead of just scrolling. So this lifestyle change was actually inspired by a conversation that my boyfriend and I had the other day. We were talking about how when we are having a rest or chill kind of day, we don't want to waste it being on social media only of course we want to listen to our bodies and rest watch netflix and do whatever it is that we need to do but we both have found that when we say we are going to have a chill relaxing kind of day we end up just scrolling on social media half of the day and neither of us feel rested or good afterwards we feel like the day has been wasted and we don't actually enjoy our downtime the change that we are making is to fill our downtime with things that are actually nourishing like painting or cooking together which we actually did this last weekend and finding new hobbies to do and when we are doing things we want to make sure that we're being mindful so for example this past weekend because it was my resting recharge time we decided to do a bunch of activities that were not just being on social media so we went thrifting we cooked dinner together and we also set it up really cute it was a moment and we also watched some halloween movies without being on our phones and it was the perfect weekend of resting and recharging we spent quality time we enjoyed some fall activities and coming into this week i actually felt rested and recharged so this has been a really really helpful shift in making sure that i'm enjoying my downtime and aside from that i am also prioritizing my self-growth so i've gotten back into listening to some of my favorite podcasts again some of my current favorites are life with mariana lows to highs and voice hugs sometimes i go through these phases where i've over consumed content and i need to take a break and that's kind of where i was at but now i feel like i'm ready to consume again so i've been doing that i'm going back to doing some of the things that i used to love to do and stopped for whatever reason i'm also journaling more meaning more than just what i typically do during my morning and evening routine i'm listening to more personal growth related content and focusing heavily on upgrading my belief systems my mindset and my habits once again so something that i've noticed in my self-growth journey that i think a lot of other people go through as well and can relate is there's this cycle that happens within the self-growth journey the first phase is like the learning and consuming phase so this is when you are listening to all the podcasts reading all the books um, watching all the videos and you're just consuming and learning as much as possible 
The second phase is the implementation phase, meaning you are taking all of the things that you've learned, read about, and you are actually applying it into your life. And then the third phase is what I call the maintaining phase, which is you begin to see the changes and now you are continuing doing the things that you've been doing to kind of keep yourself at the level that you are at. But I think what happens during the maintaining phase is we get stuck at the same phase for a while and we begin to hit a plateau and the things that we have been doing we no longer start to feel the benefits or see the results and it's kind of like hitting a plateau with your workouts when you hit that plateau and you are no longer seeing any changes or any results take it as a sign that you need to go up in weights or go outside of your comfort zone and that's kind of where I feel like I'm at in my self-growth journey I feel like for a while I was in the maintaining phase and I was in that phase for a little bit too long and I, because of that, I started slacking off on the personal growth stuff because I was no longer being challenged by the things that I was doing or learning and now I understand that when I hit a plateau and I'm no longer being challenged, it's time to learn new things. It's time to find new mentors or new podcasts and expand my horizons on what I'm learning and what I'm doing and what I'm consuming. Just to kind of recap that cycle of self-growth, it's phase one is the learning and consuming phase. You're reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts, all of that good stuff. The second phase is the implementation phase, which is applying all of the things that you've learned into your life on a practical level. The third phase is the maintaining phase, which is after you start seeing the results from applying the things that you learned and you continue to do these things so that you stay at that place. Be mindful of when it's time to learn new things and expand and step outside of your comfort zone because if you don't you will hit a plateau and then feel unmotivated, feel uninspired, not continue to grow, and you kind of just stay stuck in that place that you are at. So I thought I would share that because I know if I'm experiencing it, then more than likely others are too. So this is kind of where I'm at right now. These are the shifts that I'm doing to get back to feeling like my best self and realign my life, and it honestly feels so good already. And I'm grateful that I was able to catch these signs before I fell into a deep fun and before things got a lot harder and my intentions with this episode is that it serves you in the same way like I said at the beginning of this episode getting in a funk falling off track is absolutely normal and it does not determine your self-worth or how you should feel about yourself it's a part of life but there are also things we can do to help ourselves avoid getting into these cycles as well. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, if you're interested in trying out any of today's sponsors, they are linked in the show notes as well as my Instagram bio link if you are ever interested in any of my previous sponsors or what I talk about in this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. Mm